0: Hi, welcome to pod of mercy i am your host long hair linda and our guest co-host today is
1: your flawless mr take note
0: <laughs> <laughs> not flawless <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not flawless i'm gonna keep that in <laughs> uh,
1: nick that. nick e dixon red line picture
0: hey our uh, my network mate
1: Network mate.
0: Yeah. How do you... Because I'm kind of like... You know how they have lab, label mates? I'm guessing we're like network mates? Because we talk wrong, about it network?
1: Yeah, because they talk about it. it does that, do that sound off, doesn't it? Do you know what? So. Fuck talk about it. Okay. These guys like to try and talk about it, but they talk about shit. Right. They brought Red Line on because they know we chat about shit.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's it. And they brought you on because you chat about shit. But what to talk do about mean? it talk about? I have no idea what that means. Right? <laughs> exactly. No, shouts to Talk About It Network all the time. <laughs> shouts to Sarcasm City as well, man. Okay. Right. <laughs> Love
0: well. the
1: family. Love the family. Do you know what? We're the bad kids. Red line are like the are like the bad little, you know what I mean, like, you're distant the- re- relatives that you're only invited at Christmas, but everyone's like, fuck oh, it, we're just going to drink and you cut, know, we'll never have to see him again for another year. We're <laughs> that lot. Like, we're them. We're that family member. That, that kind of drunk-ass uncle that you need to bring on holiday just because nice yeah
0: okay you know what i mean do
1: you know we have a picture of the family and one of them's kind of half folded out sort
0: of a picture of me, <laughs> what, just
1: to the make place? space that would be us that's is red light that, that yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Fair Fold, assessment. Fe- folded out in the picture
0: okay fair enough well i wanted to do a quick icebreaker with you <laughs> yeah i don't think we need too much warming up i think uh, i think the alcohol's helped you a little bit today so far which is good because it's quite cold in here um, but yeah, if we do a quick rapid fire, if you don't mind, yeah, i some good. questions for you. Oh, rapid fire. Now, normally these are 60 seconds, right. but the last two episodes I did with Flawless and with Roxanne, they both like beat the time. Yeah. So I have to shorten it. I think 60 seconds Who's might Roxanne? be Roxanne Pitta. Ooh. Yeah. I like the name. She's got a great name. So wow. we've got 10 questions right. that you've got to answer in 45 seconds. can I
1: answer them with a yes or or a no
0: they're not really yes no
1: then probably not (laughs) no this is doomed to fail
0: it's nice that you have faith in us okay (laughs) so I'm gonna go to my timer and then we're just gonna we're just gonna do why is that time allocated because it was 60 seconds yeah and then Roxanne and Flawless just breathed through that so I had to shorten it yeah but it's
1: it's different but we're we're different. Yeah, know. but
0: there's still ten questions. And all I right. don't I don't want every guest to just keep beating it. Alright, okay,
1: alright. Alright. How come real like no no no, go on, go on. There's a lot of prejudice for the unfavoured family members.
0: <laughs> do you want me to make it sixty seconds? <laughs> no,
1: I no, can no. Do 60. no, 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 that's fine. Red line will clear yeah. forty five.
0: Alright, we'll see. All
1: I'll, right, you're I'll ready? lie if I have to.
0: Don't lie, tell the truth. All right, okay, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's like I've got the contact <laughs> Right,
0: are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. And go, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Twitter or Instagram? Twitter. Summarise yourself in three words.
1: Awesome, fit, fire.
0: Favourite musician? Jimi Hendrix. If you had an extra hour of free time, how would you spend it? (laughs) Masturbating. Dream car? Mate, I've only got 45 minutes. Dream car?
1: Uh, Ferrari.
0: Restaurant or home delivery? Restaurant. Favourite camera to use? Uh,
1: Sony Mark II uh, A7.
0: Breakfast or dinner?
1: Dinner.
0: Biggest inspiration. Flawless. <laughs> well, you actually did it <laughs> with seven seconds to spare, which yeah, is really
1: Yeah, James Bond. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have to, I
0: have to somehow make these harder. I don't know how you managed it. That's all you need to
1: do, to, Linda. All you need to do to make things harder is talk.
0: It see, it's oh, it's so early in the episode. <laughs> it is so early in the episode for this. Right, hang on. <laughs> Can we go? <laughs> Can I... <laughs> 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 I'm gonna breeze right past that and uh go back to when you said uh, when I asked you to summarise yourself in three words. Yeah. What were they again? Awesome fit and what? Fire. Awesome fit and fire, okay. Mm. So I watched Terminator Dark Fate, have you seen it yet?
1: No. No. But I do have an opinion You're on it. How an can you have an opinion
0: on, opinion on a film you haven't seen? Because I've seen all the trailers, we promote the trailers. Yeah, but have you seen the film? No. So how can you have an opinion on a
1: film based trailer? Th- because they pretty much show the whole film in the trailer.
0: No, no no, no. Y- you have an opinion on the trailer. Not I have,
1: opinion on, I have a, an opinion of how I feel the film is going to be based on the trailer.
0: Okay, well, I'm just going to move past that because no, no, there were three things in Dark Fate that I, really, that I found really funny. So Arnie's yeah. character, the Terminator, the original one, uh-huh. he says, I'm efficient, a good listener, and I'm extremely funny. Oh. <laughs> Which is what made me think, oh, I'm going to ask Nick to summarise himself in three words. That's where that came from.
1: I thought he was going to talk about the film.
0: No, that was it. Oh, from I'm the film. hugely
1: disappointed by that. This
0: isn't Red Lion. Why would you bring out?
1: Would you? Why would you try and talk about a film with someone from Red Line and then just? It's
0: like, just the little taster. It's like a trailer. That's it. That's all you get. We, we love trailers. I, I was... did not
1: love that. That was no trailer. And you spoiled that part of the film for me as well. So
0: how did I spoil it? How? Because I know it happened now, so maybe it's funny. <laughs> I thought the I told you, I you, thought that you that saw the seen film the, from the trailer, so you've seen the film. You have an opinion on it, Linda, right? I told you I didn't.
1: See, I haven't seen the film. And then but you told said me that that. the
0: whole film's in the trailer, so how could you know that? I, Did I didn't say that. That was film? your words. That was
1: your words. I d- I think, you said I think, the whole film was in the trailer. I said I can gather an opinion about the film based on the trailer. You said the whole film was in the trailer. Well, pretty much the whole film was shown in that trailer. How, if you
0: haven't seen the film? How do you if, know that? Because I can summarise the whole film from that trailer. How, if you haven't seen the film? If you'd seen the film and then <coughs> said, you know what, when I watched the trailer before I went and saw the film, I'm, the whole film is in the trailer. But if you haven't even seen the film yet, you can't possibly know that for sure. It's, it's only an opinion. I'm going to move on to the discussion because this wasn't even meant to I be on like the th- discussion I feel like not supposed to be an attack. definitely not supposed <laughs> to be an attack. All right. So, yes. Nick, At I, I wanted to talk I to you. Know. Hi, Nick. I wanted to talk to you about... Um, your thirties,
1: right?
0: And just to just to get your kind of opinion and feelings on how you're doing in your, because you're early thirties, obviously. So, um, how you kind of viewed your thirties when you were younger, etc. Just kind of chat about that because I've been thinking about it a lot recently. Sure. So I'm thirty two, right? And I keep thinking, I keep feeling very different about mm-hmm. random things, even though I still feel like super immature. I feel like I can feel the difference in the 30s if that makes ah. sense. So I wanted to speak to a fellow early 30 person. You're looking at ladies in um, another way. Okay.
1: How like, so, how differently do you feel?
0: So when you were younger <laughs> what did you think um like adulthood in general would be like for you, like as a kid? Did you think about adulthood at all? Linda,
1: I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm surprised <laughs> I lived this long. Okay. With the amount of booze and shit that I've done okay. in my life, like thirties for me was just death, wasn't it? Like, as a, Is as that a, what you thought as a, as a kid As a teenager I thought By the time I'm 30 I'll be in the ground Is, Really? Yeah
0: That's what you thought
1: I was smoking when I was young I was drinking hard You know. So you
0: thought that, Like in your 30s That would be it
1: Well to an extent You know what I mean I just probably didn't think About that stage But I thought Yeah do you know what? I'll probably go In some kind of I don't know, skydiving accident when I'm in, I'm in my mid-twenties. Were you like it. a daredevil Yeah, I used mean, she's always skating and surfing. So
0: that's when you were a teenager. What about when you were like, I'm talking like pre-ten years old kind of thing? Did you ever think about what adulthood would look like for you? Uh, no, I'd
1: just be playing on my
0: PlayStation all day. Fair. Okay, I thought about it like kind of. Yeah. I kind what of did you had, you think? What did you think it would be like? Well, I didn't, I didn't have like a set picture i just had like an uh, an overall vague kind of i'm gonna have my dream career my dream family setting and i'm gonna be wealthy that's all i thought i didn't think about specifics i didn't think about like what that career could be i had so many different things that i enjoyed doing Hmm. so like before i was a teenager i never actually thought in specifics i just thought the bigger picture would be
1: but did you think specifically these things by the time you were 30?
0: i just it was kind of more adulthood there you rather go. than thirty,
1: but that's a, diff- that's a difference. Um, but I
0: think that the thirty stuff came in my teenage years, though. Yeah. So
1: you thought you had to. That's get that. That's when I had a point. number. Yeah. yeah. I
0: didn't ha- I don't think I had like an age beforehand. But like when I be- when I was a teenager, that's when I was like, okay. So by thirty, I'm gonna have X it? Yeah. And you just thought I'm gonna be an absolute daredevil and something's gonna happen. I'm yeah. When I was a it.
1: teenager, I mean, most of it's a blur. I don't mm-hmm. remember my 18... 18- being 18 at all like wow like from turning from 17 to turning 18 to kind of maybe about 19 20 it's just a big blur I don't know like what day was like what or what I did and what specific time I remember doing a lot of like college stuff and you know a lot of the film work that I've that I got into in that I remember these specific key things um when I was 17 I worked with Jamiro and CS I did a video shoot with a music video which was awesome and I thought this is what I'm gonna do and that's kind of the sector that I've kind of put myself in. So, if anything, I'm kind of doing what I thought I was going to do anyway. That's, a, that's really cool, yeah.
0: though. That's, yeah. a, that's a good thing to think about something, as, like, as early as you, you thought about it, which was for you in your kind of teenage years. Like, yeah. And you're achieving it. Well, yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah. Which is awesome. It is was, it was, it was weird, because I went off the rails a little bit. I was, like, I got, I, I did my uh, gene BQ and A levels in health and social, which I passed. Mm. And then afterwards, I went into, like, performing arts because I wanted to be a director, a film director. Okay. And I thought the best way of getting the angle of, you know, directing actors is to kind of understand where they come from. So to get my national diploma in performing arts, which I did at Kingston College. Um, so I did that. And then straight off the back, um, my aunt's boyfriend was – he does, like, prop delivery and stuff like that. So he had a um, he uh, had a job for me. And it was an uh, ITB – uh, no BBC Three production. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a comedy production mm-hmm. um, that, that I was working on for the first for the first time, and it was terrible. It was like a sketch show, but it was rubbish. Um, so I was working in that, and I thought, "This is great. This is kind of what I want to do." How so it, old were you then, sorry? So it was in college. So I was 17 18? Okay. Yeah, around that around that point. Um, and like you said, there's only key moments of my 17-18 yeah. that stick out, and that was one of them. And then I. Uh, and then my my tutor for my final major performance said, yeah, "Okay, we just w- w- what we want you to do is like just do a documentary of what you're doing with these guys with um, with BBC Three. And I was like, "Okay, fine." So did like a sh- um, like shooting all the actors and just did like a mini video and then went to the editing core and got the guys to edit it up and stuff like that and just handed it in. And I managed to qualify for my my final major performance months before anyone else did because he basically said to me this is where everyone's trying to get to yeah. you know, actors and people in the media industry will never get you know, very seldom get to this point Right. so to keep you here any longer t- is taking away from experience and experience is what you need in this sector more right. than qualification right. um, so any kids listen to this stay in school <laughs> definitely stay in school don't listen to me but the truth is no no experience will overrule it and it's, do you know when they say it's not about What you know, it's who you know. know. Yeah, in the media industry, it's definitely there. Production industry, it's definitely there. And, you know, if you you talk to producers, they'll say, What have you worked on? They'll say, What grades have you got? Where'd you you go? Where'd you study? They'll say, What have you worked on? Who have you you worked worked with? with, You know, like what directors, what producers have you worked with? And you name a couple of names So, not even asked to look
0: at your work? No, no, they'd they'd
1: ask you, they'd ask you, you but they probably know them. You know, if it's if especially if it's the, the sector that you're working in yeah. specific units.
0: So by saying who you worked with, they'll know kind of know. Oh, okay. So yeah, they've okay. Yeah, and they'll
1: probably just name drop some people, and then right. you go, know, yeah, you probably you know it's all units it, you know, quite tight packed, so you know who you're working with runners, producers, first A P S, anything. You know really who really you're working with in that industry, so you, you just start throwing names out, and you know a name will click and go, oh yeah, okay, I know that guy. Yeah, we've got this going on in this shoot, or you fancy being a part of it, and they just literally just get you on board pretty nice. much yeah it's
0: great so that's obviously like an incredible <coughs> experience to have at like 17, 18 when you're in college what was going and not to be too deep or anything but what was going on in your like outside of that like outside of the the things you enjoyed that made you kind of like because you're saying it's a haze you can't really remember it you're smoking and drinking loads yeah. was were you like torn up about anything or was it just that you were just like well I'm young fuck it it
1: was it's, it's pretty much a bit of both because I was the only one who went on to college out um, my kind of group of mates
0: yeah
1: and everyone just kind of went straight into work and that and it kind of when I went when I started finding work these guys decided to look into you know their education so we're looking at colleges and universities right so there was a point where I find this, I found myself with like cash and the mates not really good so I was like right you know, let's go out and do this and do that, and they're yeah. like, no, no. And I was like, mate, don't worry, it's on me, you know, let's go out, let's just <laughs> yeah, get some yeah. blitz. And then I got really annoyed about it because my social life was lacking mm. because I wanted to do things that my mates couldn't. So the, it was a bit topsy-turvy, really. So I just got really annoyed with the whole thing, kind of found a new kind of clique of friends and just got absolutely smashed with these guys and these guys partied hard, so. <laughs> so,
0: so did you. <laughs> I was very young,
1: in that, yeah. and to be in that sector, as young as I was, it was very, very young. Yeah. Um... So I found myself kind of so- always socialising with like 20-year-olds plus, you know, right. um, so these guys would always go to pubs and bars, even before I was legally allowed to, you know, we'd just going to bars and clubs and stuff like that, and we just actually get, just get wasted for the whole time. So that's what I mean, like, my, my, and we used to party pretty hard anyways with my mates, and I always used to go to one of my friends' parties that she used to always hold um, pies parties at our house and just get trash there. So you yeah. should just do that all the time. So getting 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 fucked up wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't like, uh, you know, it was no stranger to me. I, I embraced it. So the fact that I could drink kind of with these guys just made it a
0: bit. See, I can kind of relate with that in the sense of I started working at a young age. So I always like to earn my own money. And in fact, I kept... So when I, was like, when I was like 12 or 13 or something, my, my English teacher told my mum that I should consider a career in law, right? So I should be like a solicitor or a barrister. because but you of, did it, right? Well, I ended up studying law because I was like, well, that's clearly what I'm supposed to do. Because I've always been the type of, I've always, I've liked a lot of things and I've been okay at a lot of things. Mm. So I just thought, ah, it will come to me at some point. But I've right. discussed
1: lots of sensitive information with you, so just to drop that fact that you did law would be anything
0: to do with I, I, law. I honestly, nowadays. I'm not any kind of prosecutor, so mm. don't worry. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, cool. Uh, please continue. Please continue. <laughs> um, and, and prosecution was not what I wanted to get into right. anyway. If I did get into criminal law, it would definitely be defense. But oh, um, yeah, no, I, I kind of was like, okay, well. I'll do what I need to do to study law. So, you know, I'll finish off school and I'll go get my A levels because it was split back when obviously we were younger. And then, um, then I'd, you know, go to uni and do that whole thing. But then, as soon as I finished, like once I did my GCSEs, I'm 16 years old. I'd already been working at the summer um, because I'm one of the younger ones. My birthday's in August. So, I was one of the younger ones in my year. So, by the time I actually finished school, I was still 15. But we all got our little national insurance number card thingies. And so I contacted this company who was a, kind of like an Avon, but it wasn't Avon. And um, and they were they were pretty popular in my area. And a, and a friend of mine who was older was like, oh, you know, you can just get a job with them and you can go around and just put all these catalogs out and then come back and get all the orders and you get commission from that. And I was like, I can do that. That's easy. So I just lied about my age because I already had this national insurance. Yeah, yeah. Clearly they don't check well, they didn't at the time. And so I was working for men. Um... I had other little jobs when I was younger, like, you know, dog walking was a good one. I earned oh, a lot of money yeah, with that. Yeah. And, uh, and a also. bit of a paper round as well. Yeah, so I earned some money with that. But as soon a, as, a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as like I started earning money, I was like, oh, no, I want to do this. I don't want to be in a classroom. I do not want to be in a classroom at all. I want to do this. And that kind of kept happening to me. So I started sixth form at my school mm-hmm. and then I quit in January because I was like, I need, to earn, I need to earn money. At this point, I was like, I can do sales. I'm good at telesales. I'm going to do that. And I was earning money. I was having like a basic wage and commission because I was really good at it. So I was like, why am I wasting time in school working part time when I could just work full time and make loads of money? Yeah. And that kept happening to me for quite a few years in my late teens, where I was like, I kept starting and then stopping, start and then stop in terms of education-wise. Because yeah. I'm like, I know I should really, you know, I don't need to do this, but also I really like earning money. Yeah. And so I found myself in a similar position with you, with your friends, where it's like my friends were kind of doing the whole school thing. And I wasn't really, and so I'm like, okay, so now I have money, I want to go out and enjoy myself, yeah. and they can't because they're like on EMA, or whatever, yeah. do you remember? EMA? Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> Like 30 what quid
1: every yeah, two weeks a, Yeah, 30 quid, yeah. 30, and 30, 30 so like, the they, they, like, they like, were
0: like, I can't afford to go out all the time, I can barely afford to go out once, and I'm like, right, okay. Uh, so then I've got you know, older friends, and so I had, you know, similar with you, I had sure. all these older friends I used to go out with, and then you do, it makes you go a little bit harder than I think you're ready for. Yeah. Um, at that age, because everyone I hung out with was like you say, twenty plus, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. they were used to to doing that, and I, <laughs> I don't know but, that I was.
1: But doesn't it fuck up your old years? Like, don't you feel like? Do you know when you go to when you go out like clubbing and that when you're actually legally allowed to? It's I not remember, fun. I remember, yeah, exactly. I remember being nineteen and going in a club, and just thinking this is fucking shit. Yeah. Like you know, going in there and then going, "Have you got ID?" And you've been like, "Yeah." And that's then show
0: it to them, and then they go, yeah, in you go. Like, what? That shit. No, that's that's no when I found here. my love for bars, because when I was, I started going clubbing when I was 15, Yeah. and I was, like, club exclusive. I was like, I'm not going to no pubs or bars and spending money there. I'm going to pre-drink as much as I can and then go into a club. That yeah, was the plan. Right. Yeah. 15 to 18, that's all I did. Yeah. Two, three times a week, every week, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got to 18, and I've got ID, and, you know, they're asking me for ID, and I show it, and I'm like, okay, so I can get in, all my friends can get in this is shit like I don't and then I started discovering bars I'm like oh this place is actually nice I'll go there to actually enjoy it rather than going somewhere for clubbing purposes whoa 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 why do do you enjoy clubs no it's not that it's just that was the initial thing that happened when I was legally old enough to go I was like oh I don't really just want to go straight from pre-drink to a club in the middle of the night I actually enjoy going to different bars and trying like cocktails and different things and actually seeing the atmosphere and being somewhere new because I was like, I don't want to just keep going clubbing all the time. This is boring now that I can get in without any problems. Nah,
1: you had the right idea when you were younger. Get down here, get smashed, reach for the fucking I kind of ended up
0: doing that because I I ended up sorting my life out and going back to uni when I was older. So in my 20s, I went back to uni and then that's what happened. Back to
1: the clubbing? Yeah, back to the clubbing. I had
0: a good friend that worked at the SU behind the bar. So I literally used to spend, SU drinks are cheap anyway. Um, SU is student union, sorry. Um, Yeah, so... SU drinks are super cheap anyway, but... like you get have now? a friend... Should we get there should after? just go... having a friend behind the bar, I spent about five or a night and got absolutely wasted. That's right, that's it. Ridiculous. That's what it's about. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, with you there.
1: I managed a couple of bars when I was older, in uh, London.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: cool. a couple of bars. Yeah, A yeah. couple of bars? A couple of bars, yeah, <laughs> a couple of cheeky bars. there's um, <laughs> the uh, Grey Goose. Nice. Um, the Tram and Social. Shouts the... Ch- uh, people... From London, probably know it's a tram shed in Team Broadway, but um, when I was managing it, was a tram and social. Um, but it was the same thing, yeah. Well, for my mates, it was the same thing. It wasn't yeah. for me. I had to pay for everything. Well, I say, I say it, did, but you anyway.
0: know. So then when you got into, like, so when you are proper in your 20s, I'm not talking about your early 20s, I feel like that's still kind of teenage-ish. Right. So when you, let's say past 25, how, how did you kind of change your approach to just, I mean, career-wise, but also your life in general? Did anything change was, you?
1: Everything was a bit more serious after that because I was with my missus. Um, and then at that time, would we have, yeah, no, we wouldn't have had my son yet. Um, but we were we were definitely kind of in the thick of a relationship. Right. And before that, I was, I, w- I wouldn't say I was anti relationship, but I wasn't very, you know, I wasn't very pro it either. I was one to believe, my uncle always said to me, um, you know, enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He said, don't be, you know, if you're full in love and loving, you want to be with someone, then be with someone, of course. Um, but at the same time, we, but you said, you know, but at the same time, you're young, you know, do enjoy your life, you know, enjoy your freedom.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And for me, um, this was the kind of the first kind of major relationship that I'd been in where I was kind of like, right, you know, it's about me and this other person, whether before it was just about me getting smashed all the time, you yeah. know, going and working and doing whatever I want.
0: You had someone else to know.
1: consider now. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. You know, um, you know, did a you know, just like even like in the film industry and stuff, I I did a job in, in in Italy, you know, and I could just get off and go wherever I wanted and it's something I need to now kind of reconsider. Yeah. You know, whether I had the time or whatever and because there's another person as well, you're doing stuff, you're working towards stuff. I've not really had to kind of work for anything when I was younger. You right. know I had everything given to me, handed to me and stuff. So it was nice to kind of be out at it by myself and having to kind of work for something and, you know, like everyone else drive, and it makes you appreciate life a little bit more and kind of you know like in that fulfillment that you get so having someone else there as well it was was pretty good it's a pretty pretty special thing so at that age life was getting a bit more serious I guess
0: a bit more settled a bit more stable yeah yeah
1: I kind of I kind of you know drifted drifted in and out now and again you know just to see what everything was saying whether I'd missed anything or yeah
0: because
1: it because it was a hard life to kind of dismiss and forget like I was going out at a really young age you know going out and getting going back to a really young age so when I was old enough and people going to bars and things like that and enjoying themselves a bit more for me I enjoyed it but I missed the kind of you know what I mean I missed that part of life and I think it's just being young you know what I mean I think it's just that that age and eventually you got to grow up so
0: see I think I was quite I don't know if it was lucky I think of it as lucky but maybe someone else might not um Going to uni because I went back to uni at 22, yeah. so I did a four-year law degree and the year of that was abroad, so um, I got to go to a European country oh, and really? I picked Greece. Where'd you go? Greece. Greece? Yeah, so I lived in Athens for a year. Oh! And um, during my first two years… A lot of beautiful women in Greece. A lot of beautiful everything in Greece. Greece yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, but the women were particularly… <laughs> I mean, they were all right. They were okay. Yeah. It depends where you go, to be fair. In Athens. <laughs> No, you're saying Athens women.
1: Have to go out a little bit. Athens. What have you got against
0: Athens women? Absolutely, I just wasn't looking for them. Maybe that's what it was. I wasn't out there looking for them. Maybe you would have a different experience in Athens no. than I did. What was your experience? My experience was I never drank so much in my life. What was your experience with the women? I, I just I had a big girl group that we used to go out with. There was girls all the time, but we used to always go out. Didn't go to any clubs. Things got a little, really. little bit, you know, playful. They, they didn't. We went to the One beach every day another. and went bars every night. I right. know you're trying to get some kind of, like, porn lesbian story, but it's just, that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> Wait, in Athens, in Athens, these things
1: happen. Did what happens in Athens stays in Athens.
0: Did, did, I get it. Is this a popular <laughs> thing that happens in Athens? Like when you're in
1: London, you right? Mm-hmm. When you learn about Athens, there's only one thing that happens down there. Right. And that's girl-on-girl girl action. It's a bloke-saving-bubba, unless you it, won't be a camera.
0: Yeah, I no. that when I was in London. I didn't hear any of that. I, I went right not? over my head. No, do
1: made run in my circle. True, that's probably what it right, is. Right, so yeah, please do continue. No, no, but
0: I, I, the reason i point that out is just the fact that I kind of got to relive that crazy time of just going out all the time, drinking all the time, having a good time, enjoying myself. I got to relive that. My first two years of uni, especially my first year, was crazy in London. And then, obviously, being in Athens in my third year, coming back for my final year, I had to kind of be a tad more serious. As serious as I can be. I'm not a hugely serious person like that. But um, yeah, so I didn't really go out much in my my final year. And so, I mean, I graduated. I was 25, um, going on 26. And at that point, I was like, I need to. I need to do something different. I need to just. I, I don't want to live in London anymore I love London it's too expensive I need to just move somewhere start fresh and so I picked Manchester and just literally moved as soon as I've never been to Manchester oh. and I was like I'm not going to move to the sticks I'm not going to move somewhere that's not a city that doesn't have any kind of culture or character of any kind because that'd be too much of a culture shock from London um but I also want somewhere that's known to have good rent, at least compared to anywhere yeah. in the south really. So I was like, I knew I had to kinda of look north. Yeah. But I didn't wanna I just didn't like the look of anywhere else and I was just like, you know what, Manchester it seems okay. Mm. Let's give it a go. Worst thing worst thing that can happen is I don't like it and I move back. Yeah. Like it's not it's not gonna hurt me in any way. No. And um and that was five years ago. Wow. And yeah, you're still here? And I'm still here. Knocking about in Manchester. <laughs> knocking
1: about in Manny. It's alright <laughs> up here, isn't it?
0: It's not bad, you know. I, I give it a lot of shit, yeah. but it's really not bad at all. I do. do you know what I don't myself. like the weather?
1: I it's hate a the lot weather. it's a lot more rainy than it's a A it lot, lot more rain. I
0: thought that was a I thought that was a myth, but it's not. It's, it's really
1: do you know what? I literally well I got I was down in London last week mm. and I got the train from Manchester where it was literally torrential. Yeah. I could see the different shades in the sky, like, to just clear blue yeah. and sunshine oh, yeah, in London, all the way down. When you south. get on the
0: Virgin train, right, so when yeah. you get on the train, there's a point, um, like, it's before you get to Birmingham, I don't ask, it's like Midlandsy kind of point. Yeah. You can see the sky change. Naturally. you can actually see it as you're travelling and it's just like oh I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the north I'm not yeah. there <laughs> and then as soon as you arrive anywhere near Manchester it's like oh it's horrible like, as soon as you get to like Stockport you're like right yep I'm yeah, here I'm definitely, definitely here definitely very rain. Um, but it
1: is, it is nice you know what's nice is the city atmosphere um, as well as the kind of ruralness as well because you're not too far from the countryside no matter where you go like, exactly. like direction
0: yeah um, I've got some beautiful views near where I live as well which is nice so it, yeah. it kind of gives me the I get the best of both worlds I've got these Stunning, kind of almost countryside type, you know, I've got hills and all sorts of really lovely scenery. Rolling me. hills, rolling hills. But oh, um, <laughs> but then the I can also get the <laughs> I've also got the city right here. You know, it's not yeah. far at all, so it's 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 nice. It's yeah, it's a nice blend. It's nice yeah. blend. And I think it helped me. I think I've always been super responsible. I've always been grown up in certain ways, right? So I was working from an early age. I was looking after myself from an early age, not because my mum didn't. She yeah. always did a great job, but I've never been. My personality type is not to take handouts, even sure. from person who's supposed to give me handout. I'm a parent, sure. right? So sure. I've always been like, I have to earn my own money because I want to do my own thing and I don't want to have to answer to anybody. And I've always been that way. Yeah. So I grew up in that way from a very young age, but my 20s still felt really chaotic in other ways. Like, everything else didn't. Yeah, It wasn't working. It was all weird. But I always had, you know, a job. I always had money. I always had a place to live. You know, those yeah. things were always sorted. I was always... You're still figuring things out, aren't you? Still figuring things out. I <clears throat> had no... Like, my... I couldn't tell you what my personality type was like. It changed from day to day. <clears> like, <throat> I... My thoughts were everywhere, and probably hormones and whatever else going on when you're in your 20s. Yeah. And it just... It felt really chaotic. Living through it felt super chaotic, and looking back at it, it's like, oh no, I did all right. Like you, you know, it could have been worse. Yeah, (laughs) chill out, give yourself a break. But I think when I was doing it, it was like, oh, this is bad. But it's
1: about like where you are, and I feel like Trisha. It's it's about. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard (laughs) my name in ages. Sorry, that. I like to bring back the dead. That's one thing you like <laughs> I used to do the when bring back the dead. <laughs> yeah, bring back trip. That's why I said it. Bring back Trish. Get you get get you get, get you kind of feeling nostalgic. That's <laughs> nice. Let's get you back there for a second. Let's do it. So we like it's about trying to fit in. That's yeah. the thing, especially when you're younger. And one thing that I noticed when I was in college it's in like in secondary school, I'd say. You know, maybe a little bit in primary school, but in secondary school, is about fitting in. You know, I went to a very, I went to a very good primary school. My secondary school was a little bit rougher. So from my primary school, about being like, it's all about doing what the teacher says. Yeah. To kind of secondary school is like, no fuck the teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? For that, it was a big culture shock for me. So it was quite hard to find a balance. But I spent so much of my life trying to fit in and find who I was, and then in college, especially when I was doing performing arts. It was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to come up high, you know, just turn up high every day, and I'm just going to get strapped. I'm skateboarding into college. Nice. You know what I mean? During, <laughs> like, in, in the actual performances, just in the big hall, I remember, am turn up on my skateboard, flipping up, and just being like, this is me, fuck <laughs> it. And these guys loved me for it. And and eventually, it's just, in life, you just need to be yourself. You have to be yourself. You need to kiss a bit of ass to get to the top. There's, yeah. no, there's no doubt about that. You do every and no matter what you do you need to especially unless your peak isn't very high you need to kiss the mask to get to the top Mm -hmm. and but apart from that you didn't need to be yourself in life in your 20s you know, you said you're going from stage to stage to stage or whatever, it's because of the jobs and it's about fitting in where you are and the group. Yeah,
0: for that you're me, doing. I think, definitely uh, my teenagers was about I just want to kind of hide, I want to, I just want to blend into the crowd, Like, don't pay attention to me, I've always been the tall one, like Always been big and so I just didn't want like I didn't want too much attention sure. on me but you know I'm also loud and like I was also so smart in school so it's inevitable in some ways yeah. that that's gonna happen but like I think in my teenage years it was very much blending into the crowd don't you know don't try and do too much but once I was in my 20s I was like I hate that people make assumptions about me and so if you think I'm gonna like something if you stereotype me a certain way I'm gonna go the complete other way. Even if I do like that thing, nah. I'm going to go the complete other way, which makes no sense now no. that I think about so be it. So be even more lost. I'm now not doing the thing I want to do because you assume <laughs> I'm going to do it. You, yeah. stranger, that like, I absolutely do not care about. That was spot you, on. That was you spot You random, on. Right. yeah, exactly,
1: joke rocks. That was absolutely spot on. Yeah, because that you I would said I was like to the thing that I would yeah. love, yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm just, just not going to do it. Yeah. And
0: that's kind of how my, at least definitely in the first yeah. part of my 20s, it was definitely like... I presume Linda would like a gin and tonic. Fuck you on a pint. I'm not drinking anything. Yeah, it literally <laughs> was like that. It sounds ridiculous. That's what I did for so long, and so I think getting into like turning i and just feeling more stable and being like, okay, this is this is all I've been. I've been in this new city now for a while, and like you know, everything's fine. Nothing's gone wrong. Just did, do the things that sure, you enjoy. Do you feel settled? I do. I feel settled now. For sure, I feel like a lot more. I can breathe. Like I'm not. I'm not stressing about. Like I, you know, I stress about things because that's my personality sure. type. But things that are to do with like my job and projects and stuff. Not yeah. like my life. I'm not going. Oh my god! Like I need to do this and by this time and make sure this happens. And I'm not thinking like that at all. I'm just like, oh hey, I really enjoy doing that thing. I'm just gonna try it.
1: Well, in reflection. I think what you said is that you're quite as a child you were quite, I know what I'm going to do. And obviously there was the 20s where there's indecisive. But yeah. again, it was you that decided that this is what you are going to, and not going to stress at, And yeah. you've now made that work for you, which is really good.
0: And I think that, That's only, what, that only happened because I personally think it's only because of like after turning 30, mm. just different things mm. in my life were different. I was like, I quit smoking. because one day I just looked down, I was like, why do I smoke? I hate, like, I hate how I smell. I must smell horrible to people. I hate when somebody's just had a cigarette and they come in and then I like, give you a hug and you're just like, oh, you stink. <laughs> like, even if I like the person, I'm just like, oh. You just, and I'm like, someone must think that about me. And have you quit smoking? Yeah, I quit smoking. How also. long have you been clean? I haven't smoked now for, I'm going to say two and a half years. Two and a half years. Maybe three almost.
1: Linda, I'm going to say you've made great improvement. Thanks Your so Your life needs to be stable. You're, yes. you're not smoking anymore.
0: I don't smoke. I went vegan. Vegan, all it's all. Right. crazy thing Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah, we know that vegans need to, need to shout about being vegan we do
0: it's actually the first time I've mentioned it on the podcast yeah, no, okay. no no I think I mentioned it with Roxanne <laughs> and then on Twitter and forums in fact your Twitter you know everything. just literally my Linda bio vegan. just says vegan vegan yeah, vegan. vegan yeah, vegan, yeah. Vegan. That's,
1: that's how vegans do unfortunately that's all we've got time for but next week that's on Twitter a- <laughs> Do You know it's what a we mean a really the, the twin <laughs>
0: we need to bring children back. All right, so I feel like maybe yes. you got you got the stability stuff earlier because of the whole relationship thing and then obviously starting a family. Yeah. Did did you feel a noticeable shift then when you did turn 30? No. Or did it start cuz you were you were stable and everything already?
1: Any, no, anyone that knows me knows that I'm still like a bit of a kid. Yeah. Right, so I still like my Star Wars, I still I st- I'm still a gamer, you know, still watch my movies and stuff like that. I've always.
0: I don't think that's not adult
1: though. Uh, well, it is, but that's the thing. But this is how I was when I was younger.
0: Yeah. So okay. you
1: could imagine a kid saying, "I love all these things." You wouldn't bat an eyelid, would you? Right. I and mean, an adult saying, "I like all these things." It's a fine bridge. Um, but for me, this is this is pretty much who I am. This is like I'm not gonna. I would, you know, being an adult and being young and the things that you like and things that you dislike. I think maturity and how these things are then perceived becomes more elaborate as you get older. However, the bases of these things, the bare bones of them, are still the same. same. It's still the same. I'm still creative. I still make up stories like I did as a kid to get on paper to be filmed so people can watch them for entertainment called films. You know what I mean? But as a kid, you're just making up random stories with your toys, you know? But the difference is, you know, would anyone watch this? Right. You know, fight between, you know, Optimus Prime (laughs) and He-Man, you know? Which people would have watched when I was I a kid? I like because to That see would it. have been a great fight. Yeah, that would have been a great fight.
0: Yeah. Just quickly, then, would you? Do you have any advice for twenty-year-old um, you? Twenty-year-old me. What would you tell twenty-year-old you now if you if you could speak to him?
1: Twenty-year-old me. What was I doing when I was twenty? I would say be. I'd say enjoy life a little bit more. And I don't know if that was possible when I was training because I was really enjoying life. You're
0: having a great time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But
1: embrace it more because yeah. I don't think in life you can really embrace it more. Don't live through regret. If you could, you know, we we'll, we'll not to get deep, but we all have a limited time on this earth. Right. And if we're laying on a deathbed saying we should have, we should have, we should have, that for me is my biggest That's fear. That's sad. Even, even worse than dying. Yes. My biggest fear is... that regret I should have done this I didn't have time for doing this I should have done that more I should have done this more there's always things that we could have done more so what I'd say is live it what you want to do and what you feel that you should do maybe doesn't make sense or isn't financially viable at the time but if you can make it work try and make it work and just live it and be happy because everything everyone's telling us to conform everyone's telling us to work we aren't designed to be in front of TV um, or computers earning millions of pounds for another corporation just to get a few pennies of it You know, we're designed to live life. We're designed to see the whole world, not just countries that people say we can and can't go to. We're all here, put on the same world, to see the whole thing. So we should see it. If you want to go see it, go fucking see it. If you want to go and live your life, go live it. If you want to just be with your family, go find a way of doing that. But just... Be happy within yourself, yeah. and if you know that you're doing what's right within yourself. If you don't, if you hate your job, everyone hates a job to an extent. But if you hate hate your job, fucking leave it because you don't deserve to be there. Doesn't matter what your wife is saying, doesn't matter what your husband's saying, doesn't matter what anyone's saying. Leave it if you're not happy, right? You you you're the only person to live your life. If you're not happy, fucking be happy, and
0: you that's what? what I say that's... to my twenty-year-old self. I absolutely won't be able to top that. So I'm just going to say, I'd say the same thing to my 20-year-old self. I can't
1: say the same thing. <laughs> so you can't you just take my thing? shit. You'd say something similar, but probably maybe not. That a was actually like a great message. message. It was a ma-
0: an amazing message. That was actually a great message. <laughs> a great message.
1: Thank you, boys. Well, I'm right. surprised, you know. I'm shocked. <laughs> well, I'm deep. I go there. Very, very I shocked. There. Actually, I'll scrap that. I'll scrap, that. I'll scrap that. Have more sex. Okay. The
0: that, that, that's the Nick we know and love. Right. Okay. okay. So yeah, we'll Shag
1: a few more women. No, I'll scrap it. No, shag a few more birds.
0: Right, no, so I'm joking, I'm joking. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on then since we haven't got very long okay. um, The final segment is um, something I call Mahakama Mahakama is Swahili for court right. And this this segment is Basically I'm trying to be less judgmental in my life right. And so I figured if I have a place Where I can pick a topic, a thing, a person, whatever right, And just like judge it on the podcast Then it will help me to not feel the need to be so judgmental in my regular life that makes no sense. It makes sense to me, and so we're <laughs> going to go with it. And so basically we're going to pick something and we're going to say whether we're going to give it mercy or no. You mercy.
1: understand that, that what you just said is now going to come up in the topic when someone asked me the definition of contradiction?
0: That's fine. <laughs> one thing you should know about me: I am a walking, talking contradiction. Okay, I right contradict here, okay. myself
1: regularly. Nick, what's it, contradiction? Well, if you listen well, to the podcast, it's uh, don't listen to <laughs> right at the end, and you
0: will find out. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. So I thought, since you're a movie guy, yeah, uh, I thought we could discuss one of my personal pet peeves, which okay. is people being on their phones in the cinema. Yeah, I hate it. Sure, I hate it so much. Um, so I love that. Have you ever seen that? Am I? Am I the asshole? Subreddit on Reddit. Do you ever go on Reddit? Or yeah, now and again, yeah. We, we so there's a subreddit called Am I the Arsehole? And it's where people kind of go in and, and ask, you know, they, they give the scenario that they were in, the situation sure. that they were in, and they say, am I the arsehole? And people sure, comment sure. and say yes or no, right? And it's very popular, this whole phone thing, but it's popular with people asking, are they arseholes for confronting people that are on their phones oh. to say something to them by saying, hey, put your phone away or whatever. Sure, sure. They keep It's it's very popular. I noticed this the other day and I was like, oh, this would be good to talk about. So what we're going to do, okay. we're going to look at some scenarios. Okay. And we're going to see if the person that chooses to confront the phone user should awesome. get mercy on not. Sure, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Um, now, since we're using That's the Our Kid podcast space, yeah. shout out to Our Kid, go subscribe on all podcast platforms um we're going to give them names just to make it easier to keep track of who we're talking about okay. so in these scenarios the phone user is lewis okay and the person doing the confronting is jay cool okay gringo gringo so mercy or no mercy for jay remember this is for the person confronting okay, okay. so the first scenario is if lewis is only using it when the trailers are on mercy or no mercy for Jay saying something to him no
1: mercy man trailers are fucking important you need to know what's coming
0: thank on thank you I think the exact same thing people keep like rustling and talking throughout trailers I'm like look this is like part of the experience do you know what
1: if I was in a cinema and a new Star Wars trailer came on and someone jumped on their phone I would, I would it wouldn't be mercy or no mercy be mercy or no mercy from the corpse after I jumped <laughs> in and tear their fucking head off
0: okay Okay, fly no, i fly kick we, them from around my seat we don't
1: promote violence but okay we don't promote violence no
0: so alright so what if if Lewis turns his brightness all the way down and only checks his phone every 15 minutes throughout the film how would you know you can tell the glow isn't as bright so he's turned his, his brightness down is Jay wrong for saying something to him still
1: well if Jay's noticed it then no so he's, I mean so... the glow's still high enough for Jay to say something so no
0: wait you said no mercy at the beginning you meant mercy for Jay confronting him oh yeah mercy yeah, yeah. yeah. so mercy again for I confronting I get, him. yes yes yes, yes cool uh same i agree with you um what if lewis is there with his kids but it's like a proper kids movie right and he's not interested at all but, so he's on his phone but it's a kids movie no because sometimes Jay wrong for still saying something to him no
1: mercy for Jay, mm-hmm. because even in kids films there's some deep scenes man some kids films are deep yeah, you know I mean, and those kind of quiet moments, where you know, with the, right at the end, where they have their kind of the moments of grandeur. You know, and they, they, they're they becoming, they become, you know, a little bit more wise for, for, for the whole occasion. And you're like, you're taken in and you kind of tear a little bit. And if someone's like, you are right, mate? Yeah, mate, if i a fucking film. It's shit. What just for kids. He's
0: checking his phone though, and not actually on the phone, but he's checking it like he's on Facebook or something. This is personal to me because I was watching Finding Dory Yeah. and there was a woman there with her kids. She had no interest in it. Their kids were like glued to the screen. She had no interest and she's on her phone on Facebook the whole time. Yeah. And it drove me nuts. So mercy if Jay said something or no mercy? I would
1: still say mercy, man, because.
0: Right. What if then Lewis is waiting to hear about a family emergency?
1: How would you know? Say so mercy, because you need to confront so them to Jay find out. Jay confronted
0: them, and then Lewis said, "You know what? There's a family emergency again."
1: I'd go, yeah, then and you apologise, but you're still giving you still give him mercy because he needs to confront them in the first place.
0: I agree, but also, if you have got a family emergency, like say someone's in the hospital, why yeah, aren't no, no, you no, there? no, no, no. But it, why aren't you there? Why are you in the cinema?
1: they can't be there they, you know, they need to get out of the house the kids still need to do something don't they fair you know fair enough you're you know and you' not you know you haven't got the the oomph to take him to the park it's raining outside they need to go somewhere they need entertainment
0: fair all right so what if Jay yeah so the, the person doing the confronting what if Jay is having a bad day and was really looking forward to this particular film mercy or no mercy for confronting somebody on their phone
1: still mercy it's the same situation regardless of what day you're having? All
0: right. So, what if Lewis, the phone user, is live tweeting the movie? Is Jay, is Jay still okay to confront him? Yes. What about if it's a premiere? What if he's a movie critic and he's taking notes? A
1: movie critic, a, a, a established, seasoned movie critic would be at a premiere. A premiere, you'd expect to have your phone out. So, no, no mercy. So the Depending premiere, the
0: premiere is the only place where you think it's allowable to have your phone.
1: Yeah, if he was actually critiquing the film correctly then he'd do it at like a premiere or a place where he could do it properly then yes if he's doing it at a normal showing then no he doesn't deserve to ruin the, the viewer's pleasure no
0: okay two more scenarios okay so what if Jay has already said something to management about Lewis but nothing's been done yet so then he goes and confronts Lewis yes you or no mercy mercy yeah, okay. Jesus and the last one what if Lewis is a teenager smack him out <laughs> We don't, All right. we don't promote we violence here We don't promote violence And with that thank God of you no so, mercy Thank you so so much thank For doing you. this Thank you For joining us and, no and guest co-hosting That was Mitchell This has been fun
1: Linda. fun Linda this has actually been fun I would encourage God. more people to do it
0: Thanks
1: I would encourage more people To like come in your show Awesome If not just to like Look into your eyes for Okay a moment.
0: And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and sign <laughs> off uh, So thank you Thank you so much again To Our Kid Podcast for letting us use their space today Thank you to Nick Dixon For joining me yeah yeah shouts to Red Line Picture all the fans shouts to
1: Sarcasm City all the Sarcasm Citizens make sure you follow that shit
0: talk about it network as well Um, I will see you again well you will hear me again in two weeks Uh, remember to follow at Pod of Mercy everywhere you get your entertainment from and I'll catch you soon bye don't do drugs don't do drugs